Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. What lies do you believe about love? I'm Zara Hairston, an author, relationship, and mindset coach who helps those mistreated and struggling with toxic attachments to set boundaries in unhealthy areas so they can maintain their personalized emotional growth goals. Welcome to my podcast, What Kind of Love Is This?, where I uncover common deceptions that lead us to accept what isn't even love. Brought to you by ZaraHairston.com. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling or therapy. It is intended for informational purposes only. Hey, Truth Tribe. Did you live and love in the whole truth and nothing but the truth since we last talked? Welcome back to a new week where you can find motivation to move forward stronger or try again if that was not the case since the last episode. Remember, the fourth Sunday in every month, we talk in real time via the What Kind of Love Is This After Show live. So make sure you tune in this fourth Sunday at 1.30 Eastern time on my YouTube channel. You can find the link to subscribe on YouTube and watch via ZaraHairston.com in the description of this episode. Also, I have begun reading my novel, It Came to Pass, chapter by chapter on YouTube. So that's another reason to subscribe on YouTube and watch via ZaraHairston.com. Again, the links are in the description to this episode. Last, know that I announce workshops, group video chats, and more to patrons first, then my email list, and finally to the general public. In fact, I will soon add e-coaching as a perk on Patreon for my Truth Tribe patrons, and it will be for a very low monthly rate tier. But you'll get coaching via email correspondence and possibly chat. I'm trying to figure out what's the best option with my schedule and considering juggling multiple people at one time electronically. So I'm currently working through that. I know I brought a video to you on YouTube talking about, you know, how to accommodate people a little bit more. So I'm just kind of working through everything that that requires and entails. But it's a phenomenal option for those who just can't invest in face-to-face one-on-one live video coaching sessions. So please consider becoming a patron on Patreon to support my content and this new perk will be coming soon. Plus subscribing to my email list so you don't miss out and can get priority access to future opportunities. Now, the lie we're going to deal with today is it's better, I just let it be. And by the time you finish this episode, I hope you realize that since a red flag warns us of something wrong, We actually welcome danger when we ignore red flags. So we need not disregard, but instead learn to regard red flags. Let's first start with one of the very first boundaries. And I'll explain while I'm starting with a boundary instead of a red flag in a minute. But one of the very first boundaries from the beginning of time. And the Hebrew word for Genesis is Bereshith. I believe that's how you say it. 
um, chapter two, verse 16 and 17, I'm reading in a separate version and it says, and Yahuwah Elohim commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it for in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. Can you identify the red flag? Yes, Hashatan coming in, telling them to do something Yah had already commanded them not to. That's a huge red flag. When someone tells you, influences you, encourages you to do something that Yah has said not to do. Huge red flag, huge lesson for us. That is why I started with the boundary first, because the boundary was the command to not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You can have all this other stuff, but don't touch this. That was the boundary. So the scenario also shows us that boundaries protect. So boundaries are not only necessary, but when they are broken, a consequence must result no matter what because if a consequence doesn't result and you don't stick to the consequence the boundary means nothing and then people continue to do evil and commit sin against you what did y'all do when that boundary was broken the boundary was the command that you can have all this but don't touch this so that's like in a relationship we can go this far but please don't cross this line with me it's a healthy boundary so y'all gave them a boundary and said you can have all this but you can't have this that was the boundary they broke the boundary so what did y'all do say oh say okay it's fine it's it's all good you know we all make mistakes that's not what he did what did he do he said that there is a consequence now and he already warned them and see that's something that we want to do whenever we set boundaries with people is not only tell them what the boundary is but what will the consequence will be if that boundary is broken this is going too far for me if you do that I won't be able to trust you and then if I can't trust you I don't know how we're going to be in a relationship that's a choice you made that's not a choice that I made the consequence that y'all gave is he says for in that day and that day that you break this boundary or command, you will surely die. So that was, he was serious. Some, some boundaries don't require death. Um, in the way that this happened, I mean, this was a pretty grievous thing, but it may be the death of a relationship. You know what I mean? It could be the death of your access to me. Uh, when a boundary is broken, a consequence must result no matter what. We have to follow the pattern of Yah because Yah is perfection. The way that he shows us to do things is for a reason. And when we try to do them otherwise, we offer, we often encounter this cycle of hurt and abuse and wonder why we keep going through it because we don't have boundaries. We ignore a red flag or when the boundary is broken, there is no consequence. So let's look at a few more examples of red flags 
that signal, you need to either set a boundary or reestablish a boundary that has been broken. And I shared a slideshow on, uh, to my patrons and also on Instagram. And I'm going to go through a few of those, uh, examples. And the first one has to do with time. Again, the examples we're looking at as you listen are examples of red flags that signal you need to either set or reestablish a boundary. The first thing is time. The red flag is they fail to consider your time. So that means they constantly impose. That means they just put themselves in places on your schedule and in your life that you didn't invite them into or that you may not even want them to be a part of. They interrupt your time. You're doing something and they're they're constantly stopping you so you can't seem to get things done. They pop up, you know, they, and, and again, if you're okay with people popping up because y'all cool and they are respectful when they pop up and y'all just have that kind of relationship, that's different. But I'm talking about if they are not considerate when they do these things and you don't like it, these that's a red flag. If they fail to consider your time, if they popping up and you're free and y'all have an understanding that that's okay, then that they're not failing to consider your time. Y'all have, a, y'all have an understanding. But when you may have told them, hey, I'm doing something, and you're like, oh, whatever, I'm, girl, open the door. That is a failure to consider your time. Another example of failing to consider your time is they come too early, meaning, you know, I asked you to come around six and you came at three. So now you're interrupting the time that I was trying to plan whatever for six o'clock. Again, we're not talking about people that are healthy and maybe they came to help you. They are failing to consider your time because I know some of y'all are listening to this and you're like, but I like when people pop up and I like when they come early and I like when they stay later. If that is not unhealthy to your life and your schedule and it's not a distraction, then that's the understanding that y'all have and that's cool. But we're talking about when people are a distraction to your time, unhealthy to your schedule, and they fail to consider that when it comes to your time. So again, they may stay late, stay later or come too early. They keep you longer. You've asked them, hey, I only got 15 minutes and they just keep, oh, one more thing. Oh, one more thing. Oh, and another thing. Oh, and another thing. They're failing to consider your time. You have somewhere to be, you have something to do, and they don't care about that. They just care about selfishly meeting whatever their need is of occupying your space and your time. They might also guilt you to come. So you can't go, you got to work again. Oh gosh, you always got to do this. Oh gosh. And it's just like this constant guilting you. Now, see, there's a difference when someone says, I really wanted you to be there because it would mean a lot that you helped me, you know, celebrate this achievement or come to this dinner because I haven't seen you in so long. Is there anything I can do to help you that would allow for you to come? That's different than when some, oh, you never can. Here we go again. You always got, that's guilting you. That is failure to consider your time. Another thing they may do is expect you to be available. 
So, hey, tonight we getting together at six. I'm going to see you there and make sure you bring A, B, C, and D. Oh, I heard you got that new job and you, 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 you know, your resume was just fire. Um, you're going to come tonight and write one for me, right? No, they don't ask. <laughs> they don't, you know, consider your time. They fail to consider your time. They expect you to be available. They don't even think you have anything else to do, but be available for them. They also might shame you when you can't make it. You a horrible son that you couldn't make it to that. You a horrible daughter that you couldn't make it to that. You're a horrible uncle, cousin, father, brother, sister, mother, father, that you couldn't make it to that. No consideration of what may have been going on in your life and why you weren't there, just shaming you that you weren't. That is a red flag that they fail to consider your time. And that signals that you need to either set or reestablish a boundary when it comes to your time. Another example of a red flag that signals you need to either set or reestablish a boundary is negativity. And by negativity, I mean a red flag of them keeping conversations negative negative and again we are talking about people that constantly do this I am not talking about people that may sometimes do that because you know we all may and when, when I was talking about the red flag of time we all may pop up and be like oh my bad I'm sorry I should have called first or you know impose that happens in relationships, negativity. You might talk about something negative sometimes or here and there. I'm not talking about something that is um, just not constant, that is kind of like every blue moon. I'm talking about this is consistently and constantly what is happening. That is a red flag that signals you need to either set or reestablish a broken boundary. And so with negativity, again, they keep the conversation negative so they constantly there's that keyword constant constantly gossip they are that's a red flag that you need to set a reestablish a boundary because people of y'all don't sit around gossiping y'all says that that's not what we're supposed to do because in doing that you're doing something that the word says he hates which is sowing discord you're sitting there talking about someone that's a red flag when they're constantly gossiping that's negative conversation. They're constantly demeaning, demeaning someone, insulting someone, hurting someone, degrading someone. And that someone could be you. They could be in the conversation, demeaning, insulting, and hurting you. Degrading, lying. They're constantly lying. That's negative conversation. Y'all hates a liar. They're constantly putting down putting you down or someone else down they're constantly provoking you provoking you to sin maybe provoking you to bitterness or anger because their negative conversation is you know maybe guilting you or shaming you or blaming you or you know laughing at your hurt laughing at your pain telling you you're a liar just having a, a response that is opposite of the ruach they may blame you. That's a negative conversation. Blame means I'm telling you you're responsible for something that you didn't actually do. They may project. They actually did it, but I'm going to put it back on you so we can get off of 
you know, what I did. They point fingers. The conversation is constantly negative. That's an, that's an example of a red flag. If they keep the conversation constantly negative, that signals you need to either set or reestablish a boundary when it comes to conversation with this person or these people. Another example of a red flag that signals you need to either set a boundary or reestablish a broken boundary relates to energy. It's a red flag when you leave their presence constantly feeling drained. That's a huge red flag. Whenever you leave their presence and you feel drained because they constantly pull on you. They constantly take away. They constantly borrow, burden, add more weight, need again, bring down, create more problems, instigate drama. So when someone's constantly pulling on you, they're always needing you for something. You are, forget about Yah, forget about going to Yah for what we need. They're constantly needing and pulling on you. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do that? And it may even be things that they themselves can do, but they are too lazy to do it. So they want you to do it for them. They constantly take away. You have, they take, they call them takers. Takers love givers and helpers. They only take, they take your energy. They take your time. You take, they, they take your resources. They take the attention off of you. The, they take, you know, somebody could be highlighting you for something and then they got to step in and make sure that they're highlighted instead. They just take, 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 take. They always need to borrow something. Now in life, we're called to help each other when we can and is wise to do so. That don't mean every time somebody needs something, we have to give it to them. That is unwise. That is not being a good steward of your resources if you just give because they need. There is wisdom that comes along with giving. And so they borrow from you constantly. They just needed this amount of money two weeks ago and now they need it again. They just needed this for their car and now they need it again. They just needed this to get to work and now they need it again. Now, it's one thing when someone says, my car is going to be in a shop for a month. Um, would you mind? I can't do Uber or whatever. Would you mind giving me a ride to work for this month? Y'all just got that kind of relationship. Maybe I work at the same job. I give you gas money. You know, I'm not going to just take advantage of you. And you're like, sure. But it's another thing when the person is not being responsible and trying to fix the issue themselves. And they're just depending on taking from you and borrowing from you. Oh, I'll just go get it from such and such. I'm not going to do what I need to fix it. I'm not going to go try to find a job. Um, if I am going to borrow this, I'm not thinking about paying them back. I didn't give them a payment plan. That's not even in my, my view. I just want to keep borrowing and never, you know, paying back. Not that somebody always has to pay you back, but there's a certain humility that comes with someone who needs and if you have a pride and an arrogance, like people owe you, that's a kind of person you got to be careful with giving to and letting borrow from you. They add more weight. So they give you more responsibility. You already have a full schedule. You already got a lot on your plate. And instead of coming in and saying, how can I help you make this load lighter? They give you more to do. This could be in a marriage. You got, you just had a baby and you got two kids under two. 
and you are struggling to make dinner and have things on time and whatever. And then this, the husband comes home and says, I know you got all of that going on. Um, but also this weekend, I want you to, um, cook dinner for 10 people. They're going to be coming over from my family. Whoa, I just had a baby and I got two kids under two and you're adding more weight to that. Instead of saying, I told them, no, it's too much. I'm not cooking. If we do want people to bring over, everybody going to need to bring a dish or I will order the food so that you don't have to cook. And when I come home, I'll make sure that I do the baths while you make dinner. And, you know, we're going tag team this. No, a red flag is when they leave you feeling drained because they add more weight. Trauma in childhood is so common. We often don't realize it's the very thing destroying who we are as adults. To move past it, we have to go back to where it began. It came to pass, book one in the beginning. Visit itcametopass.com for more information. That's it came, the number two, pass.com. They need again. They bring down. You were filling up and you were happy about this news. Like, wow, can you believe this? And then here they come with being a bearer of bad news. Yeah, but what about this, though? I just got a promotion at work. I know, but that job, though, I mean, now you're going to have to work more hours. So that's dumb. That's going to be more responsibility. You still you want more responsibility? And it's one thing when someone gives you constructive criticism. Like, well, let's talk about what the extra responsibilities are that comes with this promotion like a husband and wife might talk about that because the extra responsibilities may interrupt their family life so i'm not talking about having constructive criticism and and you know wisely discerning i'm talking about you share good news and they want to bring you down they want to they want to take away the joy you have in this good thing that happened to you you leave their presence feeling drained they create more problems Every time you talk to them, there's constantly a problem, not spiritual growth that they're working through. There's a constant problem that they create or that they bring onto their lives. So when you talk to them, they know everybody's problem in the whole family and they bring the news to everybody and they want to create more problems. So you should go over there and fight them because such and such did this. You heard such and such doing this. You might want to go over there and see because I don't know, creating more problem not trying to resolve it stirring the pot up more instigating drama there wasn't as much of a problem you talk to them and now it's a problem I know you're trying to keep the pieces with them and everything but I'm just saying if that was me mm, shoot or they plant little seeds like you did you ever think about why they did that to you though I'm just saying because like who does that? You know, just trying to create a problem and instigate drama. That is a huge red flag. When you leave someone pre someone's presence and you feel drained, ask yourself why you feel drained. Are they constantly doing any of the things that I just talked about? Because that signals you need to either set a boundary regarding how you deal with them and if you even want to deal with them or need to deal, if it's even healthy for you to deal with them or reestablish a boundary that's been broken. And when I say reestablish a boundary, I'm saying like, you know, maybe you've had this conversation before, but you didn't hold to it there. You didn't 
you didn't set that consequence when they broke it. You just let them break it and they kept doing it and you never reestablished it or gave a consequence. So for example, say when it comes to a, a red flag of someone um, draining you, draining your energy, the boundary you may need to set is that, hey, whenever we talk, you know, I, if it gets really negative and I feel really negative, I don't like feeling like that because, you know, we talk about things that just pull my joy and rob me of the Ruach. It kind of grieves the Ruach in me. I don't like feeling that like that. We need to change the dynamic of our relationship, how we relate to one another. If you tell the person that and they're like, oh man, my bad, I'm sorry. And they try to be more like the Ruach and bear the fruits of the Ruach and be more positive. And they're working through that and say they slip up and they start, I don't know, burdening you with something. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I didn't even consider that you might have other stuff to do. Excuse me for just throwing that burden on you. My bad. They It happened, but they kind of like pull it back and they correct it. Say they pull it back and they correct it, but the next week they do it again and they add this burden and then you just do what they're asking you to do knowing you already got too much stuff going on because you don't want to say no because maybe you're dealing with people pleasing or whatever. You didn't give them a consequence. The consequence of that may be, I have asked you a number of times that when we communicate with each other to not drain me with this negative energy and talk, you keep doing it. So that means I have to limit my conversation with you. And then you actually got to limit your conversation with them. When they call, don't pick up the phone. When they text, don't respond. Have a little chill period or say, you know, I need, I need a little space. I need a little, dis- I need a little distance from you and remind them why. If they care about the relationship and they circle back and then y'all have a new conversation and they respect the boundary, great, you're growing. If they don't and they continue to do that, I've talked about in another podcast what you do when you keep communicating with someone that you're hurting me and they dismiss it and disregard it and they do it anyway. Go back and listen to the previous podcast. I forget which episode that is. Um, I think it might be called, I don't know what to do. I think it's that one. I don't, the lie. I don't know what to do. Another example of a red flag that signals you need to either set a boundary or reestablish a boundary that has been broken has to do with irritation. So the red flag is that you find them to be irritating. That's a red flag. When somebody's irritating you, and constantly irritating you, you know, we get irritated with people. But I'm talking about, again, this is consistent, just like what we talked about in the abuse series. It's people do things sometimes, but, and, and sometimes things happen, but when it becomes a pattern and it's, a, it's consistent, that's a difference. That's something that you need to look at, you got to pay attention to. So if you are constantly irritated with someone, it could be you. It could be something you got to check within yourself. Maybe you're tired, you're not getting proper rest. Maybe you're depressed. Maybe you are dealing with unresolved hurt and everything is irritating you. Maybe you got PMS, you know, you know, it could be you. So, you know, obviously check yourself first, but either way, it's still a red flag that is signaling a boundary needs to be set or reestablished with yourself or with somebody else. How's it going so far in the midst of that toxic relationship you might be dealing with, whether it's your parent, spouse, coworker, family member, whoever it may be. 
Is this podcast filling you up with strength and encouragement to face it with a healthier outlook? Do you want to show your support? If so, I just wanted to stop for a moment and remind you that you can support this free podcast when you order from my shop, send a gift, or become a monthly patron. Your support not only helps you, but others, including myself. So if you find value in my content and it helps you grow, please consider showing your support. Find the links in the episode description. Thanks so much for your consideration. Now, back to the episode. But when it comes to other people irritating you as a red flag, it could be that they constantly make you feel like you want to get away from them. You feel annoyed in their company. You question whether you really like them. You wonder why you agreed to hang with them when you get around them. Like you're around them, you're like, why did I agree to come here? You're sitting in their presence, you're like, why do I really even like this person or these group of people? Like, why am I here? Like, that's a red flag, typically, that you don't hold the same mindset. You don't have the same core values. And that's a problem if somebody is not trying to grow or you're not trying to Like the scripture says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? If y'all don't agree on foundational issues, like why are we even hanging together? Like why are we around each other? We're just going to be a distraction to each other. We're going to cause each other to go in a, a direction other than what, where we're supposed to be going. So again, it's a red flag that signals you need to either set or establish a boundary when you find someone to be irritating you. And you constantly want to get away, feel annoyed. You know, you don't, you wonder why you agreed to be around them. Pay attention to stuff like that because see, we might think, oh, that's not really a big deal. You know, it's just, you, some, some, some of us want to just hang with people for the sake of having company because we don't want to be lonely. It's better to be alone and be undistracted and on the path with y'all and not be caused to be driven backward or on rewind than to be around people who are going to influence you to go backward. Scripture is clear. It says, don't be deceived. Bad company ruins your morals, evil communications, bad company, bad influences. Like don't, that's a bad influence. If you're hanging around someone who is causing you to rewind, who is not of a like mind in Yah, that's a red flag. Don't dismiss that. And be like, it's cool. We could just hang around people. You know, you don't want to be like that. No, we can't hang around everybody. Y'all's clear on that. We can't talk to everybody. I gave you the, the example in the beginning. What they doing talking to the serpent? You can't talk to everybody. You find yourself thinking, this is a simple conversation. Yeah, that simple conversation got them deaf. That's how stuff start. It start off small. It's seeds. That's what the enemy uses. Small things. Things that don't look that's serious things that just look you know it's not that serious that's the very thing he always uses the things that don't seem that serious that is the very thing that will cause death it's a conversation I'm just talking how many people have gotten to affairs and lost their whole family because they just started off just talking so pay attention when you have like certain irritations or you're starting to notice being in someone's company that you it doesn't feel like a fit for you now, if you're insecure and these people are causing you to go higher in y'all, that's different. You got to work on your insecurity. But I'm not talking about going higher in y'all. I'm talking about going in another direction other than him or rewinding or turning around. 
Another example of a red flag that signals you need to either set or reestablish a boundary is has to do with the reciprocation. So the red flag is that they don't reciprocate. See, a lot of times we go through situations like that and we ignore it and we just let it go on and on and on. But that's a prop. That's a red flag. It's signaling that you need to either set or reestablish a boundary when it comes to reciprocation. So they might constantly wait for you to initiate. It always got to be you to initiate lunch or dinner or hanging out. They encourage you to take the lead. You always got to be the one to start it off or to do the thing. They never take the lead. They hold off unless you make the plans. So unless if you don't do it, it ain't going to get done. They don't move until you move first. So if, when you move, when you start, then I'll start. They show no interest. So you like, hey, I got these tickets to go to this, you know, event or this thing. And, oh, that's nice. And they don't say, oh, I would love to go. Are you inviting me? Or they don't find something and offer it to you. Like, yo, this is going on. You want to go or such and such and such? Or they put it all on your shoulders. Like, you are supposed to bear the weight of all the planning. We're going to go to a vacation or go away for the weekend, you know, as families or whatever. And they waiting for you to book the trip, get the money, possibly pay for it, schedule the itinerary, figure out what you're going to do, how we going to get back. It's all on your shoulders. They take no initiative to help. That is a red flag that signals you need to either set a boundary with that person regarding reciprocation or reestablish one that has been broken. Hey, last time we went, I kind of did everything. Do you think moving forward, we can, um, we can help each other. I need a little, I need a little bit of help. Sometimes people don't know that they're doing it. And when you say something, you help them grow. Other times they don't care that they're doing it. This is what I'm going to do. And you got a problem with that. That's your problem. That's a problem. That's a problem because when we have a red flag, it's signaling again that something is wrong. And when something is wrong, we need to correct it. And if you're not willing to correct it, then you're saying to me through that communication, I don't value you. I don't really care about this relationship because when we care about a relationship, we're going to correct what's wrong. So those are just a few examples of red flags that signal you need to either set or reestablish a boundary. Listen, it's like I reminded my patrons this week on Patreon. Always remember when choosing our company that connection gives us power, but attachment sucks the life out of us. Please choose wisely especially when we see the red flag. Remember, it's doing its job. That's what the red flag is there for. It's doing its job to warn us of something wrong. There's a boundary about to be broken, is broken, need to be established or reestablished. We must not disregard a red flag, but instead regard it, like regard it, value it appreciate it, recognize it, be thankful for it. It's there to protect you. 
Otherwise, we actually welcome danger and then be looking around crazy like, how did I get here? And anyone whose love is healthy would not want us to ignore that danger. Because after all, what kind of love ignores red flags? Remember, love doesn't lie or expects you to live one. I'm Zara Hairston, sending you the comfort of truth. Do you need more individualized support to identify, overcome, and prevent toxic attachments? Your need and my expertise might just be a match. Go to ZaraHairston.com slash coach me to find out. Yeah, bless. Thanks for enjoying this podcast. 